0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out
1: Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
2: Everybody, happy Tuesday. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. We did it. We made it through the first day of the week, and now it's the second day, and there's snow. Sorry. It was bound to happen.
0: I mean... First it was cold and mm-hmm. then there was snow. What shall tomorrow bring? One only knows.
2: This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, and poetically so. Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. He is the resident poet.
0: And didn't know and it. And didn't even know I did it. There?
2: I do. Um hey guys, uh, we've been sitting on this story for a couple days. I keep threatening to talk about it, and then we never do because I wasn't ready to really comb all the way through this Vanity Fair profile on Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Yeah you were psyched to not read this
2: I was well I was I started reading it and then I thought gosh this is just a mountain of lies.
0: Okay why Um, specifically?
2: Well okay so I'm going to get to that but I want to present my thesis and then build on it. Professor Lindstrom
0: is in class.
2: In session Um, so here's the thing I want to say to begin with No, thank you, Vanity Fair. Um, What I want to say is it is perfectly acceptable for Jennifer Lawrence to be playing the game of Hollywood Mm -hmm. and also not necessarily be comfortable with the game of Hollywood. Okay. All at the same time. Sure. I can accept that. I can get behind that. Um, But what I'm struggling with is it does not seem as though she's aware that she's doing all of that at the same time.
0: Okay, how so?
2: Well, so she's having this like personal coming out party, meaning she took herself out of the public eye or at least out of movies actively uh, a few years ago. She was going to focus on her... um what, how did she put it? Now I'm trying to remember. Not her political career, but like But it was for activism. activism. Yeah. That's what it was. She, she was,
0: gonna, was gonna do some stuff.
2: Which she allegedly did. She did focus on some activism, according to her. Okay. Uh cool. she will she will admit that she didn't move the needle in ways that she had apparently intended. I, I think that was all just a cover, but whatever. Um but she's now Emerging in movies again, um, she is uh going to be starring in Adam McKay's End of the World comedy. Don't look up. Um, this is with alongside Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, and so she's kind of emer- re-emerging, and in this re-emergence, we're getting a different. I'm putting this in loose quotes. A different Jennifer Lawrence. This Jennifer Lawrence is married. This Jennifer Lawrence is expecting a baby. This Jennifer Lawrence is trying to be more boundaried.
0: Well, this is so of the moment and of the time and perfectly scripted and uh, qualified, because to me, that just sounds like any actor in Hollywood.
2: Right. Wanting
0: to be, you know, honest in the moment, right? Like, th- this just said, like, I'm going to have boundaries, but I'm telling you. Then I'm
2: gonna that I'm going to be boundary. I'm going to have
0: boundaries. Like, okay, well.
2: How about show, don't tell? Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in this, she does this uh, Zoom, she does a Zoom interview with uh, the, I'm, I'm trying to see who wrote this, Karen Valby. Um, and interestingly, all of the the photographs that accompany this story, like we know that Jennifer Lawrence is like seven months pregnant now. She's like ready to pop pregnant. Not in
0: these photos.
2: That's what I was going to say. So this has clearly been in process. Yeah. For a period of time, which also tells you a story, right? Like, this is all about well, this rolling out. Yeah, it's about rolling out the PR version of the new Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Yeah, and you can totally imagine a lunch at some Beverly Hills lunch place. Lunch. Holly, feel free to give us a name.
1: Uh, the Polo Lounge.
0: The Polo Lounge with an agent. Or a PR person to say like, what we really need to do is to bring you back with a story. And the story is going to be, you're back, you did some stuff, you were quiet, but you learned a lot, and now you've got boundaries. What?
2: So, you know, what's so interesting about this is, do you know what this feels very similar to? And I'm just actually uh, cooking this as we're cook Moroni. Um, that's her husband. husband. Um I'm cooking this up as we're talking, but I'm realizing in this conversation that this is not a new, like you said, it is of the moment. But but there's something very specific that this sounds so much like. Bennifer Hmm. againifer
0: oh sure
2: because in in this interview she goes through and talks about kind of how the media jumped on her and how she didn't quite know how to navigate it and and what that did to her psychologically and all this but now she's back and she's ready because she's a grown woman and she's gonna like do the thing
0: yeah and she's learned some lessons and she's here Here to to tell tell hollywood i'm gonna do things differently yeah also, you know what it made me think of is kind of it's kind of Britney Spears, right? Like it's totally. just now we've all learned like somehow we just all woke up from this collective like crap carnival that we were totally fine with mm-hmm. um, with now we have like standards and thoughtful opinions and boundaries in a way that I don't know that I trust, but it just seems like it's it's where Hollywood is right now in terms of the conversation they're having with the, with the audience, right? Because, which I guess makes sense if you think about it. And I don't want to sidetrack you too much, but I think that
2: no, this is the track.
0: This is the track that we're, we're on. The track. I think honestly, this is where the audience is at, and so the act, you know the actors are just meeting the moment for the audience because we've all watched the documentaries, we've all. Mm-hmm. You know, read the blind items. We've all seen what tabloid culture has done, and now celebrities are. But they're still going to celebrity. Is my point?
2: Right. And and actually, that is that is all. Um, th- this all harkens back to my thesis, which is it is possible for her to believe that she has renewed her um, place in Hollywood and that she's coming as a new boundaryed individual, but also be playing the game, yeah. which is exactly what's happening.
0: Yeah, because you don't open up your entire life with a photo shoot and a big long Vanity Fair article if, if you're, you're substantially not in the game. creating different boundaries for Hollywood. It's just the same game with a different conversation
2: exactly and so uh she talks a lot about kind of what that looks like and and you know the fact that she always wanted to act but she always wanted to be a mom and these are the things she wanted for herself and that you know the opportunity uh uh, that she was given in hollywood also came at a price and that price was um kind of the The way that Hollywood treated her was not, she wasn't ready for that. And then she was on this constant balancing act of like, who am I going to be? And then Hollywood was telling her who to be. And then she was like, is that really who I am? And then she's tripping up steps and she's belching on, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know if she ever belched, did that but, come
0: across like was that tone in this interview like oh yes. shucks I'm gonna fall up the stairs
2: kind of it was brought up she didn't talk about it but you know she did say and I quote I don't want to look stupid I don't want to be a d-bag part of me is like eh, bleep it and then every once in a while I'm like ah, I'm a loser. You think that'll go away when I'm 30? So, I mean, there there are parts of it where you get a glimpse into the real true mind of a 20, 30 something, which really is like, what do people think of me? Mm-hmm. Right? Like a little bit of the, oh, bleep it attitude comes with age when you start to realize people are going to think what they're going to think. They're going to take the information they have of you and they're going to construct some sort of opinion about you. And ultimately, it doesn't actually matter because only you know who you are in the world. Well, And And, how you move through it. And
0: that's the hubris of a 2030 something and not all, but, you know, I remember that specific period where you're like, I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't I don't you can do whatever. But you don't believe that. No, your inner dialogue is your inner dialogue is completely insecure. Right.
2: And I do think that that inner dialogue starts to shut itself up a little bit with age when you start to really realize how the world works. But here she is emerging, you know, with a uh, with a whole new lease on how Hollywood is going to treat her or how she's going to treat Hollywood. And I think it all remains to be seen. I think it will all this is all easy to say on the front end of a relaunch of a career. I'm going to do it different this time.
0: There's a little bit of like career damage control because, you know, it's not for nothing that there are all these blind items in conversation about her relationship to people
2: Okay, well, let's go there. Okay. Because that is talked about in this article. And you're <coughs> speaking Harvey Weinstein. specifically what? about Harvey, Weinst- Harvey Weinstein. So this is what I find really interesting. The story as it's told in this Vanity Fair article about Jennifer Lawrence is as follows. That apparently uh, it balances that in 2018... There was a motion to dismiss racketeering charges brought against um, him, Harvey Weinstein, by six women. And his lawyers used a quote of Jennifer Lawrence's out of context to help the case. And that quote was, quote, Harvey Weinstein has only ever been nice to me. And then she says the following in this interview. So how could he possibly be a rapist? Right. Right. So that's like how they're trying to use her quote. Yep. And then she talks about how in a separate lawsuit, um, another actor claimed that Harvey Weinstein had sexually assaulted her, being Jennifer Lawrence. And she says um, that, according to this other actor, Harvey Weinstein said, quote, I slept with Jennifer Lawrence and look where she is. She's just won an Oscar. And at that point... Jennifer Lawrence says, essentially, you know, that is untrue. She doesn't say it very directly. Yeah. That is untrue. But also, she said, this is a um, perfect example of where getting power quickly did save me. Because when, she says, fortunately, by the time I had even come across Harvey in my career, I was about to win an Academy Award. I was getting the Hunger Games. So she said she did avoid that specific situation. So she basically says... None of that happened. The rumors aren't true.
0: Yeah, but I mean, obviously she's she has to talk about it, but it's not like she's going into depth head on with that conversation. And I don't expect like I don't think she owes us any of that. Right. Like, I don't that doesn't need to be a part of her public narrative. I mean, assuming she's not lying to us. Right. Right. But Like she can be as cagey as she wants because it's her story to tell. And she doesn't necessarily have to feel obligated to tell everything she knows or, you know, share every intimate detail. Because at the same time, and this is what I think the tension you're struggling with is like, she's allowed to tell her own story. Right. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we have to buy all of it.
2: Right. And and we can also recognize that she's telling her own story in the confines of a ruled game of Hollywood. I mean, there are rules. There are ways that you relaunch a PR career. There are way or an acting career with PR. There are rules to the game. There are people playing it every single day. We talk about them right here yeah. on this radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you can accept she, she gets to be everything that she is. And we also can accept she's having a personal experience in the middle of playing the game of Hollywood. Yeah. And we are front row for that.
0: I still want to know, like, what was she doing for the last year before she was doing all those paparazzi walks? Okay, so with Cook. this Thank is what you. she did
2: say about that. I think. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Um oh, she well, she got married in the midst of all of that. She did do some quote activism work, but she said it was not as fruitful as she meant for it to be. Listen, she I think she was just taking a break, man. Yeah. Yeah. She did need to go away. I mean, there well, I do think career, that there is a there's something to that that to like recognize like when you're oversaturating a little bit.
0: For and again, we're talking about celebrities, like people we don't generally ask people. Like, you're oversaturated. I need you to go away for a right. while. Um, people would probably tell me that on a regular basis. But in terms of an actor, I think it's a totally plausible thing that you're going to need to kind of go away and reinvent yourself. You'll remember that at the time she disappeared. Sure, it was around. Wasn't it around like sort of the Me Too? It, it was. but It also, was
2: right smack dab in the midst of it all. But yep.
0: also, I think she was trying to get rid of all that piece of her that like was doing all the superhero movies movies that like, I feel like she probably felt like she was in a place to want to evolve her career to the next level. And somebody was like, you've done so well, that's not going to go away. Mm -hmm. Maybe take some time off and think about what kind of actress you want to be in the next chapter of your career. Because for women specifically, I think you have to deal with Reinventing yourself mm-hmm. in a way that men probably don't,
2: and the but the hard thing about that is that in her leaving and then in her coming back, it was the person who leaves the party and goes, "I am leaving yes. the party now. I shall be leaving Goodbye. Twitter. Don't
0: miss me too much." And
2: then comes back and goes, "I've arrived back at the party. Hello, everybody!" Mm-hmm. Like doesn't just like ease out of the room and then ease back in. You know, she's not doing that because that's not the game, exactly. y'all.
3: All right, when we come back, speaking of the game. I think I learned
0: something. Thank you for doing the, the heavy lifting.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. For us. Yes. We so have you guys. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071.
0: This is a My Talk dirt alert. <laughs>
3: dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Dirt. Elizabeth
2: Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey Elizabeth. Well, hello you
3: guys. It's nice to be with you today. Oh Saying your name was really <laughs> difficult for me today. Pieces. Some days are easier and some days are harder. It's, a Tuesday it's and like it's driving snowing. around when it's snowing that oh. first snowy, icy I mean guys, it's icy out there. That's it for is. sure. If you're listening in your car, you know, but I was just in my car a few yeah. moments ago and I'm like, oh shoot, man. Forgot that this is what it's happens. Still snowing. <laughs> every year yeah,
2: it is still snowing yep, and today out the is window. not a good day for me to take my newly minted uh driver uh driver out
3: on the roads no hey, but they have to learn
0: question can elizabeth hear me
3: i can't hear oh i can hear bradley like in an echo
0: oh okay well it, as long as Hi, you can bradley. hear me <laughs> how
3: about know, that i don't know I oh there he is Perfect. Yay. Oh, how wonderful. Hallelujah. That was really beautiful. Um, I do have to start with some really sad news, you guys, and that is that um, Nick Cannon and Alyssa Scott's five-month-old son died of a brain tumor. So, so sad. So, so I sad. mean, a sad it story. is just brutal. So he was talking about this um, on his talk show, saying that uh, the little baby's condition worsened around Thanksgiving, and... um that that it's it. It's just so sad. They thought it was a sinus issue when he was two oh. months old, but there was fluid building up in his head, and the infant's brain tumor required immediate surgery. Oh my oh, gosh, the grief babe. of that. That is very difficult.
2: Absolutely. I was. I just couldn't believe he was at work today. Like, I feel like it's hard. You can take time. Yeah, I know. And um, that, that's important to do.
3: It is. There's, you know, there's a lot happening with all these children too. I mean, this, you know this baby was his fourth baby within a year. Right. Oof, which is, that's another, you know, deal. But it's just very, very sad. So, thoughts and prayers with them and with oh, their family. For sure. Absolutely. Speaking of new babies, um, Aaron Carter and his girlfriend had a baby. And then a week later, they announced that they were breaking up. And then now they're back together. That's a lot. Oh, guys, I get a little worried about this situation and with yeah. this tiny human and then what's happening there with that relationship
1: yeah yeah I, I, it's just it's a lot going on and then add a tiny human into the mix mm-hmm. and then it's just a, you know
3: I hope it they can handle all of that. Yeah. yeah it just complicates things a little bit I know I think maybe he meant to text her and then instead tweeted it Oh, <laughs> you know, no, that I, is, is, I don't think I mean, this is what I'm thinking. That's not really what he what he should have done if he was upset with her and angry with her for talking to his sister. He should have texted her and not tweeted that.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, that's always the nightmare, right? That you're writing something maybe meant for a text ends up someplace in a destination where other people can see it or maybe where it doesn't need to be. Also,
3: if you're ready to like announce I'm breaking up with my fiance and we have a one week old baby, like here's a newsflash for you. When you have a tiny baby at one point, everyone wants to break up with everyone because it's so challenging. Right. And you're exhausted and you're sleep deprived. And it's like, like we always have had a rule, like you can't take anything personally that was said between the hours of 10 p.m. and like 6 a.m. Ah. Yeah. Right. When you have a newborn? Because oh, you're exhausted.
0: Yeah. I just can't even imagine. <laughs> the lack of sleep just makes my uh just makes me hurt. It like I should. can just feel it. Oof. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. Yes. Ah!
3: It's hurtful. And I feel
0: like the you, you never get that back. Like it's, no amount no. of sleep in the rest of your years. It doesn't. And I, that's that.
3: the first thing that I'm gonna ask God when I get to the pearly <laughs> gates. And I'm sure I will be welcomed with some sort of charcuterie platter that will be out of this world. Um, and I'm gonna say, What was the plan here that we were supposed to do like our most important work of uh, like delivering a new baby into the world and like starting this. And you, you do it when you're like literally legally drunk. Cause that's how tired you are.
0: Oh God. Oh. And to think that you're operating heavy machinery.
3: I know. Yeah.
1: Oh God. You're <laughs> such a jokester. Aren't you?
3: <laughs> it's brutal. Oh. Rebel Wilson says her team pushed back on her decision to lose weight. She said, I was earning millions of dollars playing the funny fat girl. And um, she got a lot of pushback from her team in Hollywood when she said, "Okay, I'm going to do this year of health. I feel like I'm going to physically transform and change my life Um, that she was. And I can imagine that that probably was a consideration with her team.
0: You know, I like I get that it's a consideration. It just I that's when I would say, are you on the right team? Like, do you have the right team as like Rebel Wilson? Because I just feel like the fact that they brought that to her, not that you wouldn't maybe have that thought, but. Like, honestly, think that all the way through.
3: But it's anything that you do to change what you're being yeah. cast as. True. Oh, yeah. Is the thing. I, mean, she, I get it. And but- then Rebel Wilson said, even though I was still very confident being bigger, I knew deep down inside some of the emotional eating behavior was not healthy. And so she started this health challenge, which we've talked about. And she said, I remember this was when I was at my most unhealthiest, uh, being overweight and indulging way too much with junk food, using food to numb my emotions. Um, And she said, I feel you and I know what it's like if that's that's been you. But I can imagine. I bet she's... It it becomes a difficult casting because she was very easily typecast into those types of roles.
0: Yeah. But that's, I think, when you go, you know what? I'm going to be a different type now. Yeah. And... I, it, it's, int- it's been interesting because we've poked a lot of fun at Rebel Wilson because I think she has used her year of health as a story for publicity for far too long. And
3: the dating thing and all yes, that. Yeah,
0: Yes, it's time for her to like move on to roles and let that define who you are.
3: Maybe this will be her year for that. Let's 2022, hope. think about your year too. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert.
2: Thanks guys. Thank Have you. a great day. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to read them to us. We're going to try to solve them on My talk one. Feliz, blah, blah, blah. From the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, and um, we have some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to try to solve them in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item.
0: Blinded by the
1: Yeah, can't wait to get to these celebrity gossip mysteries. Let's solve this first one, Colleen and Bradley. Let's do it. Yeah. Apparently, this A-list rapper is still not off the hook criminally for what happened last month. Ooh.
0: What happened last month? What
2: happened last month? Uh And do we know about what happened last month? Yeah, we do. Uh... It was not good. It not good. Is it a Kanye West experience? Oh no no dot oh Travis Scott yep. oh my gosh
1: yep mm-hmm. yeah so apparently Travis Scott is still not off the hook for the Astroland tragedy criminally I mean, criminally himself
2: that is uh, mm. see here's the other not thing I just want to remind think. everybody like this the Kardashians have done a lot of work to try to push this storyline down. And such that, that did not immediately spring to my mind when you shared that blind item. It's been successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just pay attention is all I'm saying. Eyes open. Yeah. Eyes open. High alert. Mm-hmm.
1: Always be watching. <laughs> Blinded by the item. Stay on high alert for this next celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Here we go. The celebrity wife... Of this A-list actor knows there could be a lot of court and interviews in her future. So, she has dropped her fake accent. Ooh.
0: Dropped her fake accent. Are we,
2: oh, so there's two places I was going to go with this, but I'm going to say Ilari.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yes. So, so, Hillary Baldwin Wife of Alec Baldwin, knows there could be a lot of court and interviews in her future. So she has decided to drop her fake accent. Oh,
2: my gosh. Cucumber.
0: I mean, she should have done that a long time ago. Agreed. Now she should just drop her fake name.
2: Well, we we dropped it for her. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say. At least on our show. She's officially Hillary.
0: She still goes by Hillary. But she's not on Twitter anymore. Or
2: as Alec calls her... I mean, and this is the proper pronunciation, but he says, Ilaria. Ilaria.
1: Ilaria. Yeah, both of them dropped off Twitter yesterday. Oof. They're still on Instagram. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Blinded by the idol. Because Instagram is where all the spawn con lives. Still got to keep the day Spawn in that color. con.
0: con. con in that spawn.
1: Yes. So um. mm-hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list comic is heading back out on the road and is already direct messaging female members of his fan club, trolling for just the right woman to hook up with in each city. I'm sure mom and baby are super excited to have him do that. And oh, he's still married to that other woman, too.
0: Other woman, too.
1: Yeah, he's still married to somebody who is not the mother of his child or child that is going to arrive
2: in the near future. And he's going, is this a musician and he's going on tour or no. is that a sporty person? It's a comic. Oh, comic. Oh, oh. John Mulaney.
0: Yeah. Oh my Ooh. God. This guy keeps Ooh. entering the chat. Yeah. In terms of blind items. I was items just anyway. going to
2: say, what specifically would the chat be? <laughs> uh-huh. So John Mulaney. He's entering all kinds of things. Yeah. Oh. oh.
1: Sorry, I said it. What? But- um, he's heading back out on the road and is already direct messaging female members of his fan club, trolling for just the right woman to hook up with in each city. Now, sure, Olivia Munn and the baby are super excited to have him do that. And oh, by the way, John Mulaney still legally married uh, to his wife, estranged wife. God,
0: this dude needs to take some time off. And, yeah, you know, collect himself. He
2: needs to take a Jennifer Lawrence Please? break. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it sounds
1: exhausting. I can barely function. In the one relationship. In the one relationship. Now, by the way, if John Mulaney has slid into anyone's DMs around here, you just write us us a a letter. Give us a call. Oh, yeah. It can be completely anonymous because John Mulaney is coming to the XL Energy Center on April 23rd. So you just come on over to the Uh Colleen and
2: Bradley show. and Tell us your story. You
1: just tell us your story. Thank you. No big deal. (laughs) By the idol. sometimes you just got to put it out there and just be thirsty which is what we are yes thank very, you very we'll admit thirsty. it very thirsty here's another celebrity gossip mystery a brand new film festival outside of the country just kicked off and it's a winter wonderland of yachting led by way more models and instagram models and reality stars and actresses and actors, this foreign born, illiterate model was paid half a million dollars to bring 100 of her closest female friends. Whoa,
0: is it like a because this is the only name that comes to mind Carly Class?
1: Nah, because she's born, uh... she was born in Chicago.
0: Oh, this is foreign born,
1: yeah, foreign born. I think we're gonna have to. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are we gonna
0: know this person? I
1: don't know. I'm gonna try to see if it's this person because there is a model.
0: I also am having a hard time understanding what um, film festival this would be.
1: Well, it's brand new, so I'm going to put this person's name in a film festival, and I'm going to do a little googling, okay, right on the fly. Oh, here we go. Okay, that's great. Do we know this person? Um. May you would know this person's face because they yes they are a famous model and yes it is the first ever iteration of this film festival interesting
2: uh huh so I'm going to tell you okay thank you
1: because That'll we're not going to get to
0: the otherwise I'm just
2: going to start saying like Janice Dickinson and like well, Tyra we, Banks
0: but Dennis foreign Dickinson
2: oh yeah well Colleen can finesse things
1: oh what about it. um what.
0: No, Tyra Tanks.
1: <laughs> uh, um, Alessandra Ambrosio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Her.
2: And I, just no I just know the name. I just know the name. She's at the Red Sea Film Festival. Oh, sure. Yep, the big. The big Red
1: Sea International Film Festival. Film Festival. Sure. Yes, so she's there right now, and apparently she's brought a hundred of her closest modeling and Instagram wow. friends. And that's the situation that's happening. So I'm glad everyone's going to be having a good time. <laughs> have fun
2: with all your friends
1: yeah have, have fun to you yeah have fun with all your friends i'm sure it's going to be a great
3: wholesome experience that you'll never forget
0: well hopefully there'll be some blind items as a result yeah Thank no kidding
3: you. the Aww. red sea film festival Yacht's
0: gonna yacht yeah it's
3: gonna be yachting
2: Toot toot all right let's
1: do it let me hear that let's beep, do it beep, beep. get it
0: running my hands through my fro oh,
2: no we don't do that song
3: anymore no Remember? bradley
0: why
2: Honey, that's R. Kelly. Oh, my God, it is? Yes, is she? Ew, ish. why didn't you tell me that I just was did, Kelly? honey, I just did. But before
0: I sang it. Well, I
2: didn't know. You were going to sing it, I knew,
0: but it I didn't culpa. know. Blinded by the item. Hey. See, this is where my like ignorance of who sings what songs mm-hmm. is fully on display. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs>
1: to- hey, no big deal, no big deal. Let's move on to this. Um, Let's go with this. Regardless of what the writer of this screenplay says, way after the fact, he knows that what his now deceased permanent A list, mostly movie director, did care about showing and telling the truth in his final film. Every detail of the film has another eye opening moment, and the writer is scared to go down that path. It's just easier to go along with the time. I'm
2: so confused. I'm so confused. I know unpack no it's not your fault it's not your fault we'll work through it it was just a
0: salad of words
2: so there's a movie and they're right it's in the process of being written
0: and it's a so it hasn't been written yet
2: it's a biopic
1: but the
0: person's dead
1: well so what is so let me paraphrase this blind eye is that there is a screenwriter Mm -hmm. who is making a screenplay i believe it is based on the now-deceased permanent A-list, mostly movie director, and that person's last film that they made, and that apparently that last movie that they made, the filmmaker, who's now dead, was trying to tell the truth about everything. Oh. But the screenplay writer is like, nah, man, I'm too scared to write about that. I just not gonna it. Not, gonna not, do, not Not gonna. I do. feel like
0: you. Would, this is right up Holly's alley, which is too. not going to be any help to us. Well, so. don't
2: worry about the writer of the screenplay
0: because I don't know what that don't worry is. Worry
2: about the film, the former director who's yeah. now dead, and their last movie. And their. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson.
0: to the gym to work out
2: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
0: is chris jenner
2: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
0: ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel last movie like how long ago did this person die
2: 20 years ago oh Oh, i'm out man i'm out 20
1: years ago very famous movie director
0: john ford Uh, He died more than 20 years ago, probably.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, This person, their last movie, starred a, at the time, real-life Hollywood acting film couple.
2: Oh, Stanley
0: Kubrick? Oh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Yes, Eyes Wide 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 Shut.
1: We got there. We did it. You got there. Good job. Good Thanks job. for the good hint. Yeah, apparently the screenwriter doesn't want to go near Eyes Wide Shut because what they're saying is that movie, you know, the, the parties and things mm-hmm. are
2: real. Oof. Oh.
1: And they're like, nah, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Do not, not, not gunned you it. You don't want to tell secrets. Yeah, you don't want to tell secrets. Not Oof. gunned it. Not gunned it. Okay. 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 When not yeah. be
2: Holly, thank you for those delicious blind
1: items. Oh, you're welcome. They were
0: oh. semi juicy today.
2: They yeah, were a little tough, but that's okay. It's okay. Grizzly. We chewed through them. We <laughs> chewed. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Chloe versus Tristan, Scott Disick has entered the chat. We'll talk oh. about it after this on My Talk 107.1. For all you, thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey. Hi. And. Uh, Chloe versus Tristan has been on the docket, and it appears as though Scott Disick has entered the chat.
0: Um, I did not realize this was going to be a thing, but Scott Disick is weighing in on the drama that Chloe shan't be speaking of, at, le- at least um, not directly. Well,
2: somebody needs to
0: speak of it. Using sources. So you'll remember yesterday, Chloe said basically... Through interrogators in tabloids, she was really disappointed in this whole mess. Oh, I mean, but she hasn't said anything directly, right? Right. So then, well, I did see- she
2: ever say anything directly? No. She's the queen of indirect stagramming
0: Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Scott Disick, though, he decided to send Chloe some flowers amid this paternity drama. Paternity drama, of course, because we learned that. Tristan Thompson recently welcomed a third child, allegedly, supposedly, at a time that or that child was conceived at a time when the two of them, Tristan and Chloe, were still together. And uh, uh, Scott entered the chat this weekend by sending her a bunch of flowers. And of course, Chloe responded by showing the flowers, Mm -hmm. saying, I love you, Scott Disick. Thank you. So very vague way of acknowledging all that's going on, but not really plausible deniability. It's
2: so performative. It is so like, oh, it just is. It's like so like I'm not we're not going to talk about it. But look at Scott cares about me and then posting it like you guys, Scott. It's so sweet, and Scott Disick. By the way, this is that this whole relationship has always been fascinating to me. Scott Disick is Courtney's ex. Yes, but Scott and Chloe are like super besties. Yes, mm-hmm. they're thick as thieves, and they love to prank Chris Jenner together. They're so wacky and funny, but they. I mean, but they do. They've sort of trumped up this this friendship that the two have, and. Oh man, I can't, I can't, I can't with these people.
0: I mean, honestly, it's so calculated. Like Scott Disick, anytime Scott Disick enters the chat, mm-hmm. I keep using that term, but anytime Scott Disick shows up in the tabloid narrative surrounding one of the Kardashians, you know that it was pre-planned mm-hmm. and probably suggested by Kris Jenner.
2: He's serving some sort hey, of Scott, function. get out there. Well, and it's like he's trying, oh gosh, I don't know. Again, also, I don't care. And I don't mean that I don't care. I, do, I don't I do care. I do not care.
0: Well, do we care about anything? No. Really? no. Yeah. And that's but. what I'm
2: saying. It's like, I do not care. I.
0: Were I, you specifically not caring? The,
2: the, the, like, if you're vague booking about it or vague Instagramming about it, I honestly don't care. Well, that is about you. It is not about us knowing anything. It is not about you telling us anything. That is like a pacifier for you, Khloe Kardashian.
0: Yeah, I think this is just... This is how you know all of this is theatrics, because in any other world, if you were having personal drama and you were a public figure, you would do one of two things. Never talk about Mm -hmm. it or acknowledge it.
2: Right. Those are the two
0: options. Khloe Kardashian has found a third way that she wants us to believe is plausible, but I don't, and frankly, I don't think many people do, and... Frankly, her audience probably doesn't care. What I mean to say is she only gives us enough in these sort of roundabout ways through sources in People magazine, through, you know, family members doing things like this, sending her flowers, which like, why else would he be sending her flowers? I mean, like, do you see the headlines? It's like you can pretend these stories aren't out there, but we're all looking at them. Right. So you're like you are a media savvy person. Chloe Kardashian mm-hmm. whose personal life is the subject of your career or your career is your life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you share stuff, we know you're sh- like, like, it's vague booking. Like we, yeah. but, but for money, we know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I just think all of this is like Theatrical. hilarious to me because, yeah. you know, they've got Scott Disick. They've got in and, and Courtney or Chloe. Chloe has never, head on, I don't think, directly talked about the complicated relationship she's had with Tristan Thompson. Right. She may make terse, short statements about him being the father of her child, but, or, you know, about like mind your own business, but never talks about it, which is weird. And something tells me we're going to see this drama unfold. Where?
2: On their new Hulu project. Which we still know nothing about, but we know is in production and it still has not been announced. We don't even know when we're going to see it. And they better hurry up and announce this because I think they run the risk of people just being like, I don't care. I don't well there are care.
0: enough there are enough people who claim that. I it remains to be seen once they publish some or you know push something out mm-hmm. whether or not that'll be the case. Um and ultimately that's what they're all banking on, and who knows what the second incarnation will be, if anything different than the original, keeping up with the Kardashians. But at least we know again, that's why this is so absurd. The mm-hmm. person who like lives their life for the purposes of a reality show doesn't want you to talk about or think about their relationships
2: the thing i think is really interesting is you know how like when you're in a toxic situation you don't realize you're in a toxic situation oh yeah
0: it's called gaslighting thank you Often. and
2: the kardashians are in our i can just imagine them all sitting around a dinner table you know with a whole staff who's bringing them food uh that's neither here nor there and they're like you guys, I can't believe that people are so interested in what's going on. Don't they know we have to wait to tell them the whole story? You know what I mean, like where they would be angry at us, yeah, for having thoughts and opinions and questions. Oh, they do that
0: routinely. Right. that's why we have clapback corner with exactly a K. because so- they're constantly like people who share unpopular or people who share mean thoughts are mean and terrible. Like, excuse me, you invited us to this conversation. And here's
2: what I will say about this. This is my gift to the Kardashians. Thank Thank God you all have each other. Oh, my God. Thank God God you can all swim around in the same toxic stew.
0: That's all they have. Because the rest of the world is like, I don't. Unless you're on the the gravy train, like you work for these people. I mean, who else? And I bet everybody that works for them. Listen,
2: that's the reality show I want.
1: We've
0: always said that for years, like we want the reality show that talks that shows us like the people doing the actual work,
2: right? The Kardashian gravy boat. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: I that's what I want to see I want to see those people and how they go home to their families at night if they have them and say you won't even believe the butt I had to kiss today
0: yeah well I mean it's you know gonna be a very amplified well
2: they all are (laughs) when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, here's the question don't give anything away, but give it away. Where give it do you away, hide give it away, give it away? Where do you hide your gifts from your family or for your family? Where do you hide those gifts? You know the ones you buy Secrets. for your, you know what I mean. Where do you hide your gifts? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. After this on my talk one oh seven one.